This is 90.3 WRST-FM and WRST.org. Good evening on your Friday, November 12th. I'm News Director Chandler Brindley. This is Week in Review. UWO's Veterans Week ran from November 8th through the 15th and included a Vietnam Artifact Museum as well as Veterans of the Game. And Dylan Eckhart has more. Lori Schlosser of UWO Today reported that Veterans Week activities at the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh will feature an educational program that brings the history of the Vietnam War to life. Vietnam Veterans of America Chapter 351 of Appleton will present Reflections of Vietnam from 2 to 5 p.m. on Thursday, November 11th, which is Veterans Day, in Reeve Memorial Union. The free event, which will be open to the public, will feature one of the largest collections of Vietnam War memorabilia and artifacts in the Midwest. Formal programs will be held at 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. with veterans sharing their personal stories of service. The report went on to mention that the Mobile Museum, which will fill up the Gail F. Stein Hilbert Art Gallery on the third floor of Reeve Memorial Union. Artifacts include weapons, military hardware, and personal equipment from U.S., Viet Cong, and North Vietnamese forces. The two educational breakout sessions planned for 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. in Reeve 307 will feature veterans providing their personal stories. Veterans will also be able to explain the memorabilia and artifacts on display. During UW Oshkosh's last home game this season against River Falls, Jessica Williams and Thomas Wolfe will be honored as veterans of the game. Williams served in the Army Reserve from 2011 to 2020. She currently covers 36 counties, working as an apprenticeship navigator for the Wisconsin Department of Workforce Development, and plans to attend UW Oshkosh in the spring of 2022. Thomas Wolfe is an alumnus of UWO and serves as the director of University Books and More. Wolfe served in the Marine Corps from 1992 to 1998 as an avionics technician and maintenance control supervisor. For WRST News, I'm Dylan Eckhart. Thank you, Dylan. After over a year with an interim dean, the College of Letters and Science has finally finished the process and has found someone to fill the role permanently. Bryce Galacki reports. In a recent article by UWO Today, the university has announced a new dean for the College of Letters and Science. Dr. Ann Stevens, who currently teaches at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, has been named the new dean for the College of Letters and Science. She will be replacing the interim dean of the College of Letters and Science, Dr. Kimberly Rivers of the History Department, who has been the interim dean for over a year now. In appreciation of Dr. Rivers, UW Oshkosh Provost John Coker was quoted by UWO Today, saying her leadership and dedication have been impeccable, and it has been a joy to work with her. Provost Coker believes Dr. Stevens will be bringing to the university an excellent range of skills and appreciation of liberal education. Dr. Stevens has a bachelor's degree from the University of Chicago and a master's and doctoral degree from New York University. With experience in running large-scale programs and departments during her time with University of Nevada, Las Vegas, Dr. Stevens will begin her position on January 31st. Reporting for Week in Review, I'm Bryce Kalaki. Thank you, Bryce. October I-Rise Awards were presented to four students across all three campuses. Emma Gatz reports. According to UW Oshkosh Today, the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh College of Letters and Science, Equity, Diversity, and Inclusive Climate, EDIC Committee, has named four students as the winners of the I-Rise Awards for the month of October. The four students are Empha Arisa, who attends UW Oshkosh and is a nursing major, Ivy Everard, who attends Fox Cities campus and is, a ma- is majoring in political science, Peter Lowe, who attends the Fox Cities campus and is majoring in international studies, and Amber Rago, who is a UW Oshkosh student majoring in public relations. 
The iRISE Award, which stands for Resilience, Inspiration, Strength, and Excellence, are presented to students who have demonstrated these qualities and continue to advocate for equity, diversity, and inclusion on the Oshkosh, Fond du Lac, and Fox City campuses. If you know someone who you believe has overcame adversity and continues to advocate for an inclusive campus environment, nominate them to the EDIC committee. Submissions for the November iRISE Awards are due by 5 p.m. November 17th. Reporting for Week in Review, I'm Emma Getz. Thanks, Emma. Oshkosh's proposed budget increases the tax levy by 4.62%, adding a position to the Police Department and Public Works Department. Here is Dylan Herring with more. According to information from the Oshkosh Northwestern, Oshkosh city leaders have considered adding new police and public works positions in the 2022 budget. Because of this, tax levy would increase 4.62%. The city council set an initial goal in July to not increase the tax levy by more than 4.5%, but felt adding new positions requested by city services was needed to better serve the community. On Wednesday, the council approved adding several positions, 6 to 0, as well as a zoo specialist, which passed 5 to 1, with Mayor Lori Palmieri in opposition. City Manager Mark Roloff said part of the reason for the levy increase is because of a decrease in state aid, which made up 5% less of the city's budget in 2021 than a decade prior, and because there are limits to what the city can tax. During Wednesday's meeting, Council Member Bill Miller said he understands that it is tough for citizens to hear tax bills will increase, but after many budget meetings and discussions with city staff on new regulations, the city had to add more in the budget. These jobs are needed. These positions need to be filled. I don't want to pay any more taxes than I have to. But when you've got mandates coming down from the state, federal government, DNR, we don't have a choice, Miller said. Reporting for Week in Review, I'm Dylan Herring. Thank you, Dylan. UWO International Studies professor Kenneth Grebe's legacy continues with professorship. Here's Dominic Lee. In UW Oshkosh Today by Natalie Johnson, it tells us that an international studies professor, Kenneth Grebe, changed the lives of UWO students through his teachings and mentorship. Dr. Grebe was relentless in his commitment to build and sustain a tradition of excellence, said UW Oshkosh alum Jessica King, who represents the Grebe estate. His legacy is felt at home and around the globe as his prodigies use diplomacy, strategy, and consensus building to resolve problems in the private, government, and nonprofit sectors. Unfortunately, Grebe died in July of 2018 at the age of 79. The recent establishment of the Kenneth J. Grebe professorship will benefit students with a top caliber international studies faculty. As King put it, a strong curriculum can only be maintained with dedicated faculty. This request builds the capacity of the faculty to develop global and non-Western course content and create experiences to prepare students for the future. Angela Sawala, who is an international studies program director and a professor, was also impacted on Grebe's professorship. Sobala said that Grebe truly understood that international studies faculty means you must do field work and travel. UWO's international studies curriculum explores the interrelated and interdependent nature of economic, social, cultural, and political realities. Overall, Grebe impacted many people and the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh. Reporting for Week in Review, I'm Dominic Lee. Thank you, Dominic. As first reported on UW Oshkosh today, the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh announced its star award winner for the month of November. Diane Parker, who is a graduate student services and operations specialist uh, working in the graduate studies office, was nominated by Connie Schuster, an admissions and records processing coordinator and support specialist. Since joining the graduate studies office in November 2019, Parker is known to be instrumental in moving our office towards a higher level of interaction with our students. Connie Schuster adds that 
Her expertise in computer-related knowledge has allowed us to meet the students' needs in addition to providing us with up-to-date statistics, which is not available in the past. The Oshkosh Northwestern reports that on Tuesday night, a new relationship was built between the Menominee Nation and the city of Oshkosh. The signage around the Chief Oshkosh statue has been updated in Menominee Park. Five additional plaques have been added to the figure. Menominee tribal member Arnold Chevalier uh, feels optimistic. This is the start for both communities to heal, to come together, and to do things in a collective way, Chevalier said. I didn't expect the unanimous support that we garnered tonight, and that's a good thing. The vote for the change was six to nothing, passing the resolution on the same night at Oshkosh Mayor Lori Palmieri declared November Native American Heritage Month for Oshkosh. The five plaques now surrounding the monument celebrate the life and the culture of an important chief of the Menominee Nation. It is 516. You're listening to Week in Review on WRST.org and WRST-FM 90.3. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Week in Review. We'll hope you'll join us next Friday from 5 to 6 for another edition of the show on 90.3 WRST-FM Oshkosh.